How are you doing, Jerry Jones? Guys, good morning. Uh, uh, happy Thanksgiving week, and uh, it's always an exciting time for the Cowboys this Thanksgiving week uh, with that game and uh, the presentation, if you will, of our halftime with the Red Kettle and going to the country and talking about how important it is to support the Salvation Army during this time of year. So uh, apart from the football, it's an exciting week, uh, but uh, we all know what we've got ahead of us out here with the Raiders. Yes, sir. And before we get to the Raiders, well, I guess we're a little bit more worried about this game than we were a few weeks ago with some of the injury situation and the Chiefs game. What was your assessment, Jerry, of what happened in Kansas City? Well, I think execution is the word that comes out of my mouth. Uh, We were well aware how strong they were defensively, uh, especially uh, with their big defensive line. Uh, the big defensive tackles, 95 Jones and 90 Reed, uh, that was all over everybody's uh, mindset going into the game. And uh, we also knew how they were going to basically their coverage was going to at least start the game. They played true to form. Uh, They were very aggressive uh, and uh, created – uh, a, a real challenge for us between uh, really stopping the run. Uh, we went into that game thinking that we could run that, should run the ball 60 up percent of the time, maybe two thirds of the time. Mm. And uh, they did a very good job of, uh, of uh, getting us out of that. And uh, when they did that, uh, it emboldened their defense, it emboldened their aggressiveness. And um, uh, in light of the uh, problems you have up there, everybody has it in communication, the noise. Uh, We'd gone in there with a plan to really check, get out of plays, make adjustments, uh, stay calm, uh, get out there and make the plays. And uh, they took us out of that uh, almost from the very beginning. And uh, uh, it consequently really compromised our offense. Jerry, Cowboy critics will say, yeah, you know, we, we know about the hype and they put up good numbers, but, you know, where's the real test? Beat a Tampa Bay, beat a Kansas City on the road for us to take them seriously as a Super Bowl contender. But what do you, what do you say to, to that criticism? And do you, do you feel like you need those types of wins to really think of yourself as a championship team? Well, I, uh, I want to remind myself, that what you're seeing against Tampa won't be what you've got on the field uh, when you play uh, in the playoffs. Uh, You've got a long journey ahead of you, and uh, you're going to lose some of the players that you're counting on, but some of the ones are going to come through that you weren't counting on. Uh, So it's evolving. It's a a really a long uh, journey to get better, Certainly a win against Tampa Bay or a game well played against Tampa Bay can help you build. You constantly hear McCarthy say, uh, we can build on this. Our defensive play that we had the other day, the first thing came out of his mouth was, boy, this really gets us another step up the ladder. We're, we're, uh, we're making some real progress here. Mm. So I look at it as though we're building to a crescendo and how – what kind of shape we're in, who we're playing with that's playing well. 
are there young players that have evolved after 17 games into players that uh, were are better than they were when they came out of training camp? Uh, do we do we have uh, veterans that have gotten more acclimated to the system? Uh, and the answer should be, uh, and hopefully is yes to that, and this team is capable of that. What you saw out there Sunday is another step, albeit wasn't a big step forward. It was in some areas. It was a step backward in some of the other areas. Uh, can we get better where we didn't step forward or where we took a step back? Can we improve on that? You bet we can. We've got personnel that can improve on it. Uh, we've got some uh, young players that uh, pretty challenging circumstances there in our offensive line. They'll get better. And I think we'll be better by the time that we get to the playoffs. Jerry, why do you think Dak uh, has struggled uh, in two of the last three games that they've played, Denver and then this one? What do you think the biggest reason for his struggles has been? Number one, he uh, has struggled when we didn't establish our running game and we couldn't get that running game solid so that we could work off that running game. We went into this game thinking we'd run the ball two-thirds of the time. When you don't do that and then you don't uh, have a good day uh, catching the ball, exchanging the ball, passing to be trite, when you don't have a good game doing that, when you uh, get compromised by uh, how you're executing, then uh, what can happen to you against Denver and what can happen to you against Kansas City? Very similar. Very similar situations. Do you think there's any? Mind. Do you think there's any lingering effects from the calf injury? No, none, none whatsoever. Jerry, how are you feeling about it's? It's tough for us to judge the offense when you don't have two of your best receivers and, and your left tackle. How are you feeling about Tyron Smith and C.D. Lamb for the Raiders? Well, let me uh, first address the Raiders. Uh, one of the strengths of our team on offense is how Dak is so capable of spreading that ball around. And he takes what the defense gives you. And uh, when it's, uh, when it's uh, not there to execute, when you drop the ball, you don't get the ball uh, where it can be caught, then that compromises that being able to spread the ball around. It spreads. I keep going back to it. It really keeps you from spreading the ball around not to be able to run the ball. And so uh, Dak uh, uh, combined with, well, how did that happen? That happened because they uh, really played well in the interior of their line, and they consequently put a lot of compromising on Dak as to how he uh, uh, can uh, play the game the way we want him to play the game. So uh, you've got to give uh, our lack of execution. You've got to give their execution. Uh, but the point is, there are specific things that you can point to and specific things that you can get better at that caused, uh, in my mind, a large part of what happened Sunday to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then your the, your your thoughts on the playing status for Tyron and C.D. Lamb Thursday? Well, I wouldn't, uh, uh, don't have to uh, say, uh, but uh, both have... Uh, uh, yesterday was uh, uh, not really a practice day, uh, but both looked uh, like uh, they might play Sunday. I mean, Thursday. Jerry Jones joined us here on 105 Through the Fan. Uh, Amari is out uh, for this game because of the COVID protocols. 
I want I want to kind of get an idea for the reasoning behind this throughout the league. If he tests negative twice, you know, uh, like, you know, so say he tests negative today, then tests negative tomorrow. Why does his vaccination status have anything to do with him being able to play? If he's negative, isn't he negative? Well, first of all, he wouldn't have been testing had he been vaccinated. So he didn't have symptoms. And so uh, he wouldn't have been tested. So there's a very likelihood that just being just like he is, he might have played had he been vaccinated. And number one. Number two, after you... Uh, are tested, and if you are vaccinated, you can come back quicker. It's an automatic uh, 10 days if you haven't been vaccinated. It's not automatic if you have uh, uh, not been vaccinated and you get to test, and you have to test, uh, and testing negative is important, but uh, there's a, you have to have a couple of tests negative. It is very punitive to uh, get the covid to be trite, it's very punitive to get the COVID if you're not vaccinated in the NFL. It's very punitive. We have a high alert for unvaccinated players in the NFL, a high alert. And, in fact, it is punitive, as we see, if, in fact, you're not vaccinated and get the COVID as opposed to being vaccinated and getting the COVID, period. Jerry Jones, and right? Oh, sorry, we're, we're going through a classic case of how it would have been different vaccinated. Jerry, are you disappointed in Amari? Well, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, uh, again, I said it early. You check me at the door uh, in a football team. Uh, that has nothing to do with the issues of masking, not masking, getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated. And if I have a tone, I shouldn't. It just has nothing to do with it. The facts are it is a wee thing when you walk into uh, the locker room and anybody is being counted on to uh, pull his weight. Everybody expects that. They look around at each other. They understand everybody's rights. They do. We do. Everybody understands our rights and our options as it pertains to those rights. But can you... Uh, uh, if you forget that it's a we thing and how important your part is, uh, obviously these guys are, are rewarded. They're rewarded financially. Now, Mark Cooper is outstanding, folks. He's one of the highest character guys that you will ever be around in any area. And he's outstanding in his, in my, in his introspect and, and how he does things. He, uh, had, uh, when it was at, uh, uh the Raiders for a year or two, he set up a library for the players to uh, uh, read during their breaks, which they have. So my point is he's an outstanding, and we're not in any way, nobody's saying that he isn't outstanding. But this is a classic case of how it can impact a team when people are, at the end of the day, this is not individual, it is team. You cannot win anything individually. Right. So, so all of that are statements that I know everybody has heard to their blue in the face. But the point is that this popped us. This did pop us. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, let's talk about something real positive. And this is number 11. becoming well, a that's ne- positive. Let me give you something positive. It's unlikely since he's had it, then we don't have to worry that much about it as the time goes along. There you go. Here on out. <laughs> all right. 
We'll take that's that. A positive. We'll take that, that as a positive. But, uh, but, but it's a positive that he's letting that ham that has kind of been bothering him a little bit. We're getting a two-week rest on that ham. Uh, that's something that he wouldn't have gotten. So that's a positive. That hamstring. And this guy's addicted to optimism. Man. Always opt, uh, Always half glass full. Uh, it's 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 a full glass. It seems with Micah. Your thoughts? Yeah, man, I couldn't I couldn't live if I didn't find something to be optimistic about. <laughs> There's a big bushel basket full of that negative sitting very close. Uh, Jerry, your thoughts on Micah's game on Sunday? Well, I just think that he just continues to ask of himself uh, for more. And he's just a sponge when it comes to looking for ways to do that. He's continually trying to improve every practice. He's his highest critic. Uh, He's a natural, natural competitor. He doesn't understand, but trying to come out on top. And he's relentless, and he is physically gifted. Now, uh, am I describing a a football player that, uh, yes, yes. And uh, there's no question as he gets DeMarcus where I I think I said this the other day, but DeMarcus was working with him on some of his technique relative to rushing the passer from from the outside or possibly inside. But anyway, DeMarcus was describing him, and he said he he, uh, uh, made his first step, went to the outside, and then came back around him and burst, and he said he had never seen anything like it Mm. in terms of his ability and his ability to uh, feel a block and bend, if you will. And so uh, uh, he's an outstanding player, but what's really outstanding is his mental attitude of getting better. He's a uh, physically gifted uh, football player that is a overachiever and smart. Mm. Are you ready to come to my side and put him <laughs> as a full-time edge rusher and let him make the Hall of Fame that way? Well, when we drafted him, seriously, uh, we made a big emphasis, guys. Uh, now, I, I don't want to draft an inside linebacker here. Are we drafting a pressure player? And can he pressure from the outside? The answer was a resounding yes across the room. A resounding. Now, he got a lot of pressure, most of it from the inside, uh, when he was in college. Uh, Now, he didn't play his senior year. But the point is that uh, uh, I hadn't seen what I've already seen him do from the inside. I hadn't seen it done consistently by anybody. I'm seeing what he does outside done consistently. But the point is, uh, can he do that in the pros? And I questioned that. In other words, we had to think that he could do it from the outside because it's rare to do it from the inside. I think he can come out of both places and pressure him. Jerry, we'll finish with this. Uh, we know they have been going through, I mean, just some terrible things with their season. But uh, g- give, give us your favorite Al Davis or, or, or Raiders story as you got two legendary franchises getting ready to face each other on Thursday. We walk down to a training camp. He comes in to Austin with the Raiders. Uh, and we walked out there, and he said, Jerry, he said, the urgency that this team, your Cowboys have, the urgency 
the radars need the urgency that you've somehow been able to put in a bottle and have out there. And uh, so we show him a little of that urgency at practice, and we doing a middle drill. We're knocking the living hell out of each other out there. And he walks right out in the middle of the drill and stops it right there. And everybody's wide eyed and can't believe he's stopping the drill. And he said, uh, I want what's being expended right here and the risk of it. I want that against uh, the Bears or I want that against uh, Denver. I don't want to leave it here on the practice field in August. We've had enough of this drill. It's too dangerous for these players. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Woo. Did you ever think about wearing a Cowboys warm-up suit strictly like out Members there? only jacket. Members only jacket. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I loved it. Uh, uh, I really uh, uh, loved his just his persona relative to wearing what he wanted the Raiders uh, to be. And, uh, you know, I was uh, two things that I'm really uh, proud of regarding the Raiders. Number one, uh, I was the only one at his uh, 70th birthday that was not a Raider in Las Vegas. Oh. Only one there of the, of, of around the NFL. And then at his memorial, I was the only non-Raider, uh, or I was the only NFL person there uh, that he had at his memorial there in Oakland. So I was proud of all of that, but uh, I thought he's outstanding. Uh, his son is really, really uh, doing an amazing, really an amazing job of what he did to put that team in Las Vegas and get it to the point that it is right now in Las Vegas. His father couldn't have done. Wow. His father couldn't have done it. But uh, Mark kept pushing and um, um, got it done. So I'm proud of Mark. Well, look, it's great to have another Thanksgiving week with you. Uh, enjoy the duck. Enjoy the peas. And let's all enjoy a win on Thursday with the Salvation Army as well. Thank you, Jerry. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Bye.